Move, Go, Walk, and Flow. This podcast, Special Needs in Motion, is dedicated to helping individuals learn to move and function at their best. Listen along to learn a little and maybe even laugh and be inspired. Please review and share so others can have access to our community. I'm your host, Ilana, a physical therapist, product developer, mom, wife, author, blogger, and podcaster. I love a great discussion, coaching the families with whom I work, and finding solutions. I love putting the fun and play into therapy. And it is a pleasure to be your host. Just a quick note, if you'd like to sponsor an episode, please reach out to me at specialneedsinmotion.com or just check the show notes. And any information shared here should not be taken as direct advice. You know the drill. Consult your local therapist, professional, or doctor before trying any suggestions. Well, let's go. Hi, everybody. This is Ilana, the host of Special Needs in Motion, and I'm really excited. I have a new website that I actually put together myself, so that's my big (laughs) woohoo. And I think I will keep my day job as it wasn't quite so easy for me, but what I loved was that I did not give up. So when it got tough, I sort of put it aside and then came back to it and tried it again, which is a great lesson for me as as a therapist and as a mom, as a wife, as a person, as a human being. Sometimes we have to put things aside and and come back to them and try them again and and not give up. So that was a really good lesson for me. But anyways, check it out at specialneedsinmotion.com. So that is my new website and my new email address. If you want to reach out is specialneedsinmotion at gmail.com. So please reach out and let me know how you're enjoying the podcast. And I'd really appreciate reviews. So that would help a lot, but we're growing and thank you so much for listening. Anyways, this episode, we're going to talk about rolling and I'm going to be doing a series of podcasts. They may not be all right in a row, but on different developmental positions and progressions and transitions. So this one is on rolling and I'm just going to discuss some different techniques and ways of helping kids learn how to roll. So this is great for uh, students, therapists, parents working with children who are delayed in that area or having trouble. So my number one tip, of course, is tummy time. So can't stress that enough, but making sure that you get the kids to spend enough time on their stomach. I have this ballpark figure. I try to tell parents an hour a day, breaking it up as needed, you know, maybe five minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time. But of course, that's not for everybody. That's just sort of a a general time I like to kind of stick with, but basically just regular throughout the day, getting them on their stomach. But some people do need a little more structure with that. And of course, what we want, because we're focusing on rolling here, we want to really get them prone on elbows. So up on their elbows. So if we need to position a little pillow or a rolled towel under the abdomen or under the chest to get the kids up on their forearms, that's the goal. And with some head extension. Okay, so we want to get a toy out there, get them looking up, really pushing down, getting some retract. I'm sorry, protraction through the shoulder blades. That means the shoulder blades kind of coming around as opposed to sinking into the back toward the spine. We want them kind of 
pulling out and the arms pushing down, okay? Because we're working on that upper core. So prone on elbows, okay, with some head extension. Now, we also can work on some side lying. And when we do side lying, we can get them up on that arm, up again on the forearm that's down on the ground in side lying. We can also go from side lying to the back and back from side lying to the stomach. So that can be done with assistance or sometimes kids, once you put them on their side, will sort of on their own kind of roll on over. Also, for some kids who really are having trouble, you can use a wedge or a pillow under their back and kind of get them partially onto their side. So instead of them starting on their side and going from side to, let's say, their stomach or side to their back, you start them just at a little bit of an angle. So they're almost on their back, but you're getting them a little wedge under one shoulder and then helping them assist. So basically you're using a wedge or a pillow to give them a little bit of assistance. So that's just another idea. And don't forget using your therapy ball or peanut ball, because this is a great tool for helping children learn how to roll and helping them to engage their core muscles. You can use the ball and the movement of the ball to help roll them onto their stomach or onto their side. You can lay lay them on their stomach over the ball and then roll the ball and have them roll onto their back or start on their back and roll onto their side. So a really fun tool to use with kids who are having trouble with rolling. And what we're really trying to do here with rolling, don't forget, we're trying to dissociate the different parts of the trunk because, you know, when you walk... You dissociate the top part of your body from the bottom. Same thing with crawling. So we have to sort of learn that in rolling. We're not really interested in log rolling. That's a fun activity. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. But when we're really trying to learn how to teach kids to roll, really trying to teach them how to dissociate the top from the bottom part of their body. So you can even do some little trunk rotations with them in supine on their back. You know, bend their knees up and pull the knees to one side and then back over to the left. Okay. So that's good too. And while they're on their back, you can have them reach for their toes, you know, put something on their feet or have them really grab for their toes to sort of work the lower core and the abdominal muscles so that they can then, you know, be able to engage those in order to roll over because you really need your lower abs in order to roll. Okay. You can also work on pulling to sit. So before you do that, you know, just check out that upper extremity range of motion because that's really important for rolling also because we don't always, we don't really roll with our arms tucked down under our bodies. We really kind of roll onto our forearms. So that's the goal there. So we just want to make sure that shoulder doesn't have any lacking in range of motion or any, you know, problems in the joint or anything like that. Same with the hips, you know, so just to make sure that you're really ranging out the lower extremity, upper extremity before you do rolling. Assisted rolling is great. So I a lot of times help the kids with the lower part of their body and see if they can't then get up onto those elbows when we roll toward the stomach. And or sometimes I'll guide them with the upper extremity and see if they'll work the lower part. So you can do that. Don't forget to use toys, okay? Because they can be really motivating or mirror or music, or sounds. Sometimes I tell parents to get down face-to-face for rolling so that there's kind of like a motivation and to roll with the children so they 
It's like a family activity, okay? It's kind of like trying to do yoga by yourself. You can, but it's a lot more motivating to have people doing it with you. The same thing for the kids. I also tell parents to make sure the kids have enough alone time just on the floor. Place them on the floor, put the toys down a little bit away from them, and then go away for a few minutes and see if the kids will then start to move on their own. And one of my big no-nos is propping kids on a couch. So a lot of times what I see for kids who have trouble rolling, trouble with tummy time, they're being propped up on a couch or on a beanbag or, you know, on a boppy on their back for too long throughout the day. So I really encourage parents, either they're down on the floor on their tummies or if they're sitting, you're holding them, supporting them, but you're not propping them into sitting just because they want to be up. And this happens a lot with older kids who aren't rolling yet, like they're eight months old, you know, they're older and they're not rolling yet. So after a while, the family tends to want to prop them. But I try to really discourage that to make sure they're either on their stomachs or they are able to sit themselves up. So we don't want to sit them for them. We want the child to be able to sit themselves. That doesn't mean we're not going to work on sitting and other things like that. And that's for another episode. But as far as the rolling goes, propping really hurts it. It it hurts with the development of the core muscles. And my last thing I want to mention is that torticollis, which is where one of the neck muscles, the neck muscles on the sides, you know, are kind of tightened down. And so a lot of times you'll have the child's head is stuck to one side, to the left or to the right. And then they sometimes get a flat head, which is called plagiocephaly. So sometimes the plagiocephaly causes the tightness on one side of the neck. Sometimes the tightness on the neck causes the plagiocephaly. It's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? But either way, that can interfere with rolling. So sometimes you'll see kids will roll really well to one side and they have a tough time going to the other side. So you really want to look at the range of motion in the neck. You want to make sure if they need an assessment that they get it from someone who is really qualified to assess them for torticollis and possibly uh, cranio remodeling, you know, if they have a helmet, I think up to age 18 months. You can get that done at your uh, local pediatric specialist hospital and they can actually help reshape that head. So that'll help with those neck muscles. But either way, the parents need to be stretching them out and they need to be shown how to do that. And they also need to be making sure that they're working on rolling to both sides, that they're working on the upper extremity range of, mo- range of motion with both arms and really monitoring um, because it can really improve significantly and that will help them. Otherwise, they may, over time, start ignoring one side of their body because the only one they see, let's say their neck is stuck to the right, they're only always looking at their left hand. So that can become a problem. So you guys can look that up online to get some more resources for that. But just to keep that in mind when you're working on rolling. So I think that's it for this evening. I hope you guys have enjoyed this little bit on rolling. And like I said, I'll have some future episodes on some of the other positions. Please share and review. And thank you guys so much for listening. Please stay healthy and well and take really good care of yourselves. 
Thank you for listening and sharing. I really appreciate your helping me spread tips that might be of help to someone you know. And remember that why is not near as important as what and how. Have a special day.